politics, sports, movies. You are listening to the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. Welcome to the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. My name is Frank, and I'm the host of the show. Thank you for listening. If this is your first time listening, thanks for checking the show out. If you're a return listener, thanks for coming back and continuing to listen. The show is available on the following apps. Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and CastBox. If you listen to the show using one of these apps, please click subscribe, and this will allow you to receive notifications when new episodes are uploaded. You can also listen to episodes on the show's Facebook page, which can be found by searching for Let Me Bend Your Ear. Episodes are also available on the show's YouTube channel. Just search for Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. This podcast covers three different topics, politics, sports, and movies. Each episode is dedicated to one of these topics. You can also follow the show on social media. The handle for Twitter is at BendYourEarPod. This is also the handle for Instagram. If you want to email the show, the email is BendYourEarPodcast at gmail.com. If you're not using a podcasting app to listen to the show, you can always get episodes directly from the website, which is located at www.letmebendyourear.com. Good to be back recording a new episode. It's been a few weeks, uh, kind of busy with the holiday season. So good to be back. I'm going to review the new David Fincher film, Mank, which is on Netflix now. Uh, It's the story of the screenwriter of Citizen Kane, Joseph L. Mankiewicz. So myself being a huge fan of Orson Welles and, of course, of Citizen Kane, I was very excited to see this film when I had heard it was uh, coming out and that David Fincher directed it. Super excited to see what the movie would be. Uh, And I'll get to my review in a moment. Uh, Just a little background because I'm going to assume not everyone that listens to this podcast uh, is aware of kind of the history of Citizen Kane. So a brief explanation, uh, Citizen Kane is is considered by a lot of critics to be uh, the greatest American film ever made. Uh, there's been some debate about it over the years, but the screenplay was credited to Joseph L. Mankiewicz and Orson Welles, who also starred and directed the film, which was his first film uh, after a distinguished radio career. Uh, He was basically throwing a ton of money to go out to Hollywood at the age of 24, and basically, uh, which was rare at the time, given carte blanche to make whatever film he wanted to make. And that kind of sets the the table for what Mank is about. So Wells contracted Joseph L. Mankiewicz, who was a critic, screenwriter, um, kind of a bon vivant around Hollywood. He would appear at all the social parties, you know, with the witty repartee and all of that. So a great writer, Orson Welles, commissioned him to come up with the screen story for what would ultimately become Citizen Kane. So that's the background uh, where Mank starts. So Joseph Mankiewicz was a serious alcoholic. Uh, Basically, when he wasn't sleeping, he was drinking and writing. So... Uh, Gary Oldman portrays Joseph L. Mankiewicz, very good performance uh, in the film. Uh, you also have Amanda Seyfried as Marion Davies, Charles Dance as William Randolph Hearst. Uh, again, if you're not familiar with the history of Citizen Kane, there was a lot of controversy because the Kane character was allegedly based on William Randolph Hearst. 
and Marion Davies' character is portrayed in the film. Uh, if you've seen Citizen Kane, it's not a very good portrayal. Uh, the Marion Davies and Mank is actually much better uh, received as far as how her character is. So she's smart, funny, uh, from New York. Uh, her and Mankiewicz form a platonic close friendship uh, due to having a lot in common and and basically uh, just becoming very friendly with each other. So as I stated earlier, I was looking forward to seeing Mank. Uh, I am a fan of David Fincher's work, uh, some great movies he's made. I haven't seen a couple of his movies. Shockingly, I've never seen Fight Club, so I'll have to review that for this podcast. It's kind of a blind spot movie that I have not seen. I'm going to start to review movies that I haven't seen before in an upcoming show i actually just watched uh, norman jurison's in the heat of the night so i'll be reviewing that movie in an upcoming episode uh, and also planning on watching and reviewing the seven samurai by uh, kurosawa so l- looking forward to both of those but david fincher's movies a uh, big fan of seven uh the game uh zodiac which is very acclaimed i'm not a huge fan of zodiac i found that movie to be very slow and unfortunately, uh, with Mank, uh, I have a lot of the same issues with it. The cinematography is beautiful. The performances are very good. Uh, there's a couple of issues I have. So I think if you have no reference point for either old Hollywood, old Hollywood movies, or the background of Citizen Kane in particular, this movie is going to feel challenging in the sense not that it's 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 highbrow but it's going to be there's not a lot to connect to if you don't really know the story and the thing that's even more disturbing to me in watching this movie i do have a deep connection to citizen kane and to orson wells and to even acknowledging mankowitz's uh contribution to the work and i found the movie to be long and tedious and i found myself looking at my watch which is the kiss of death for me in a movie so that was ultimately disappointing again the performances are very good uh, there's some good scenes in the movie the cinematography is outstanding uh, but again i found uh, the movie to be very long and to feel very long and it just seemed very inert to me and if you're not really connected into the old hollywood uh, of the time i think it's just not going to really resonate so I found that to be the, the the major flaws of the movie. But like I said, let's start with performances. Gary Oldman is is fantastic uh, as Mankiewicz. Uh, like I said, also part of the history of of the the script of Citizen Kane was how much each person contributed. You know, Orson Welles became obviously famous for the movie, infamous and famous at the same time, and Mankiewicz kind of gets pushed to the background. So I think Fincher. Fincher's goal here was to celebrate the screenwriter, which I don't have a problem with and I thought would be uh, fascinating. It just wasn't as gripping as I thought it would be. Uh, I think he's really sticking up for the screenwriter. And I think it's interesting that his uh, late father, Jack Fincher, actually wrote the screenplay uh, with some assistance uh, from the screenwriter, Eric Roth, who's written uh, screenplays for 40 years, including uh, most recently... Uh, the remake of A Star is Born that Bradley Cooper directed. He's written Forrest Gump. He's written uh, a ton of very high 
profile screenplays as a very seasoned, very talented screenwriter. Uh, so he was a producer on this movie, so I think he helped on the screenplay as well uh, because it's it's a screenplay that had been written quite a long time ago, obviously, uh, when uh, Mr. Finch's father was still alive. So, uh, again, I think it's a celebration of the screenwriter, which I think is great, and I think it, it looks to to give him his due in the creation of Citizen Kane. Uh, throughout the movie, uh, one of the things I liked about it is 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 Manx's understanding that this is probably the best thing he's ever written and the best thing he will ever write and you know the people that were listening to it uh, as he was writing it uh, the 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 person that was typing it up for him John Hausman who was working at the Mercury Theater and was Wells uh, contemporary uh, was basically the facilitator of getting him cooped up in a house because he had broken his leg at the beginning of the film and he's basically laid up convalescing and writing the screenplay and drinking all at the same time so the movie is told in flashback uh to show the hearst relationship with mank and how that formed the basis of the screenplay for citizen kane so like i said some of that stuff's interesting some of the party sequences and the social stuff there's some amusing anecdotes some amusing lines in it but again, as a whole, like I said, I, I felt the length of the movie. The movie is two hours and 12 minutes, I believe. Uh, but I, it felt it felt long, which is unfortunate. Uh, like I said, if you don't have a connection to it by knowing the story, I, I think it's going to be a tough, a tough slog to watch this movie. I'm sure it's going to receive a lot of Academy Award nominations. It's already uh, uh, received tons of positive reviews. But again. Uh, I, I unfortunately I can't be one of those that can give it a wholehearted uh, recommendation uh, unless you're really into Fincher uh, you're into that type of old Hollywood um, and uh, and um, would enjoy a movie like that so like I said again uh, streaming is is becoming the place to get alternative fare uh, this was supposed to be released in the movies I believe and then ended up going to Netflix if I uh, if I'm correct about that I don't think this would have wide mainstream appeal uh, so I think actually streaming this particular movie actually will probably suit this movie better because uh, more people will check it out uh, than probably would have gone to the theater to see it even if all the theaters were open so I think this is a movie uh, that probably is a good match for for streaming so um, that's my thoughts on Mank again like I said it it, it uh, attempts to give Joseph L. Mankiewicz the the I think the credit that he deserves on Citizen Kane I think a lot of people that just know the movie um, related to Orson Welles is you know writing directing starring in it and you know just the the triple threat that he was and I think there's a lot of people serious film buffs that think Joseph L. Mankiewicz is kind of pushed to the side which I don't believe so because obviously he's co-credited on the script he won the Oscar was the only Oscar that the film won uh so he shared the Oscar of course with Orson Welles but I think I've always recognized his contribution to the script I always I always consider them co-screenwriters and and even if he wrote the majority of the script, he's credited. He fought for that credit. Uh, and actually, that part of the movie was interesting to me. I wish they would have talked more about that because uh, I think they were making an attempt to not make it a movie about Orson Welles, which doesn't bother me. Uh, the actor that played Orson Welles actually did a really good job for the couple of scenes that he was in. Uh, so that's fine. It doesn't even have to be about Orson Welles. Um, but I wish they would have shown more of the fight 
for him to get credit. It was basically almost a throwaway, which I think was part of the creative decision to keep it focused on Mankiewicz and not to bring in Wells too much into the movie, which again, is fine. But if you're going to do that, um, he was fighting for the for the screen credit because in the movie, they, they, they mentioned that in his contract with Mercury, he was just basically a hired gun to write the script and that Orson Welles would receive the sole credit. So I wish they would have dug into that a little bit more uh, because I think that would have helped uh, the cause of giving Mankiewicz more credit for the creation of that story, which ultimately became Citizen Kane. Uh, this famous critic, Pauline Kael, uh, wrote a um, long-form piece, I think, about it called Raising Kane. So she was one of the people that really kind of dismissed Orson Welles in the sense that obviously Orson directed it, Orson acted in it, but the screenplay... I think she is of the opinion that he had really nothing to do with the screenplay at all and that Mankiewicz was the sole creative force uh, behind that screenplay. So I think there's some people that have that 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 um, train of thought regarding the film. And that may be true, may not be true. But again, this was what happens with film. Film is the ultimate collaborative medium. Uh, so there's always going to probably be a debate about how much of the script was Bankowitz and how much of it was Wells' input after the script was written, written, excuse me. And I think that's probably maybe the story I would have liked to have seen a little bit more that would have made the movie more gripping for me. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, other, a lot of critics probably disagree with me. Uh, I've seen a couple of reviews that, that are kind of on the same road as me is that the movie is kind of um, inaccessible if you really don't have that inside love for movies or, or the knowledge of the history of the making of Citizen Kane and how powerful William Randolph Hearst was at that time. Uh, so that, you know, if you know the story, allegedly Hearst heard about the movie, saw the movie and, and tried to have prints of it destroyed. Uh, he was, of course, furious about uh, what he thought was a portrayal of him. And Wells and Mankiewicz, even in Mank, they talk about the fact that that characters were based on some things about people but it wasn't a a biopic about William Randolph Hearst or a biopic about Marion Davies so they've always uh, downplayed the connection uh, between the actual people and the people in the film itself uh, so based on that like I said unfortunately I was disappointed in Mank I was very excited to see it very disappointed uh, in the actual film itself so based on that my review is going to be two and a half Van Gogh's out of five. Uh, again, like I said, it, it's not a, it's not a terrible movie, but it's 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 like I said, it's it's slow. It feels its length, and uh, it just didn't grip me in the way that I was really hoping it would. Because, like I said, I was super excited to see it. So, again, I'm going to give Mank, directed by David Fincher, two and a half Van Gogh's out of five. Thank you for listening to the show. If you're listening to the show on Apple Podcasts or any other app please take a moment to rate and review. This is a quick and easy way you can help the show attain a higher profile in searches when people are seeking out new podcasts. Another way you can help raise the profile of the podcast if you enjoyed what you heard or you think a friend might like it is to share the episode on your social media. This is another easy way to help the show reach a wider audience. The podcast is available on the following apps. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and CastBox. The show is also available on both YouTube and Facebook. Episodes can also be downloaded directly from the website at www.letmebendyourear.com. If you want to email the show, the email is bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for listening, and I hope everyone has a great week.